Hi everyone, my name's Yasmin. Um, I'm 33 years of age now. Um, so my journey started really back in 2019. Um, me and my husband were ready to have a baby. She was due on August 17th. Um, we were gearing up for that. Um, kind of had no other issues health-wise other than kind of just uh, um, waiting to, to, to see what happened with, with the baby and whether she was okay. Um, needs to say. Um, so we gave birth um, on the 7th, 17th of August. Um, initially things were quite smooth um, and it was kind of about a week into to having my daughter um, where I started to feel a little bit of pain. Um, I thought it would go away, being a new mum, I thought it was just one of those things that happens. Um, and then the pain slowly got worse and the pain was in my spine. Um, so gradually I'd feel like I couldn't do the normal activities such as walking around, holding the baby, carrying her, um, you know, feeding her. I just get a lot of pain in my lower spine. Um, and it got to the point where I, I lived on a second floor flat. Um, one one of the days, probably about four weeks in, um, I w walked to the top of the stairs after an appointment um, to check the baby was okay. And I just felt like my whole weight was going to collapse. So I ended up trying to run into the flat and try and get the baby to a safe place. And I just collapsed. And thankfully, the baby landed on the bed. Um, uh, just It was right next to me, so it was placed next to the bed. Um, but I was on the floor um, for quite a while. And I had my phone uh, in the hallway somewhere. So I couldn't ask for help from anybody. So I had to wait for about 45 minutes to you know, recharge almost. Um, so that was quite distressing. Um, so I got in contact with me and... They said it was normal, um, that I should do some back exercises. So I started with those and they just seemed to aggravate my back even more. Um, and then the day before my brother's wedding, um, I ended up going to the um, in the night um, and it was a local hospital and I just, I couldn't sit, I couldn't um, physically place any weight on my spine. So um, they had a look at uh, my back just by visual really, nothing else. Um, and they, again, because I'd had a baby, they kind of dismissed it and thought, nope, she's fine. And I just kind of got sent on my way with a bit of paracetamol. Um, then the next day, um, some that was the, I think my brother's wedding was on that same day. Um, and it was an evening and it just got worse. It just felt like I couldn't carry any of my body weight. And I just uh, ended up collapsing uh, at the end of that wedding. Thankfully, I managed to try and stay standing. Um but I couldn't go to the toilet, I couldn't walk, I had to lie in the bed, it was just agony lying down. Um, I just, I thought I was dying. <laughs> um, I didn't ever feel a pain like that before, I just didn't know what was wrong. So um, in the end my mum called the ambulance, um, they came to see me and they um, tried me walking, I just couldn't get up. So they gave me a lot of morphine um, because they deemed that I needed to go to hospital. Um, then went to hospital. Um, the treatment I got was was interesting. Um, I was being told to stand up and do all kinds of things that my body just wasn't wanting to do, and I was trying to stand up with mum. And they said, "Oh, she's fine," and mum refused to kind of accept that. Um, and so I waited for hours and hours until the morning where they decided to go to a ward um, because I couldn't hold my own weight. Um, then I got admitted to a ward over half term it was um in 2019 um so my husband at that point was with the baby um full time I had been breastfeeding and obviously had to stop baby had to change to formula um so my life had kind of changed in August and then it was changing again 
so uh, it was quite an interesting time. I don't think mentally I was very strong. Um, I just, I really needed my family um, and they were a massive um, wealth of support. So the consultant that saw me at the time when I was in a ward, very dismissive. Um, and again, just put it down to pregnancy. Mum demanded a scan. She said it wasn't normal and I didn't feel normal. So I then uh, had a, an MRI scan and it was only then that the people who were looking after me started kind of being a bit more gentler with my back when they were kind of moving me around. Um, otherwise, it would quite hand me quite in a, in a discomforting way. So then I got wheeled back to the ward and then they decided I needed a DEXA scan. So I said that I would really need a lot of <laughs> more medication, a lot more support to be able to stand because I, I couldn't bear the weight. Um, so they gave me support, wheeled me up in the bed and I had to stand for a little as time as possible. So that was good. I just felt this crushing pain. Um, I didn't know what was going on. And then the consultants then realised that there was an issue with the spine and said I had five spinal fractures. Um, and they said if I had one more, I would have um, not been able to walk again. So um, that was quite traumatic. And I was hearing that, receiving that news. So I received it by myself. Um, and I was just in tears uh, to my family. Um, but again, they were a massive wealth of support. So the kind of next day it was really about well what were they going to do to help me? Um, they decided I needed a back brace, um, which was I've still got it. <laughs> it's almost like a comfort blanket now, just in case. What happened? Um, and sorry, that's my food. Did you want to say something? So at that point, um, I got offered um, bisphosphonates, and there was a medicine called alendronic acid, um, and about it um but from the little research that I then did with my mum on the phone was it had kind of side effects that were on cancer and might not be able to have a baby and it was for post pregnancy uh, post menopausal women sorry and again my kids uh, you know that was my dream so I, again I was in shock um but it was one of those things that we need to just take a step at a time so both my mum agreed that I, I wouldn't take their medication because at the time I didn't know what was going to be putting into my body based on the very little research we'd done and the, the conversation I had with the consultant and they were quite insistent. They, they they gave it to me in my hand and I just looked at it and thought, I can't do that to myself right now. I don't know enough about it. Um, so then they they just uh, agreed that I would just go, uh, I'll get discharged, sorry, with um, kind of Oromorph. Um, I was on Pregabalin, so it's nerve medication, MST. There was quite pain relief drugs that I was dispatched with um, and it took about a day to get discharged so I had to stay overnight Um, the pharmacy took forever to kind of just get the medication ready I was just wanting to get home so much um, but in while I was in hospital I was there for a week in total my, my family had basically kind of consulted with me and said that I wouldn't be able to sleep in my uh, flat anymore on the second floor you know given the circumstances so my mum was setting up shop at home <laughs> in her house, lower ground floor, getting ready for me, my husband and my baby. Um, and so I then got discharged from the hospital with the, the medication and that was that was where we were going to live. Um, so thankfully we were in a kind of a rental agreement which kind of was moved in um, that was month by month so we could put in the appropriate notice. But yeah, it was just really not something that we'd expected. Um, but my husband and baby were doing well which is definitely a relief, but I yeah, had a lot of emotions at that time.
Absolutely. It was amazing the way my family just rallied around and just really supported me, my husband and the baby. Um, and she's called Alia. So if I do say her or the baby, that's, that's what I'm talking about. So she has a name and that's Alia. Um, so she, uh, she was um, a breath of fresh air. She was um, just seeing that she was here and after all the months and seeing that she was here after all that we'd gone through up to that point was, was amazing. Um, there were times when I just... I, you know, I I got into my little depressive uh, state, and I don't mean that in a in a negative fashion. It's just I really got myself in a bad place mentally, and then I would kind of see Ali, and it would really bring bring me my confidence out a bit, and it would, I would see the light in the, the tunnel a bit more. Um, because I didn't, I ha I couldn't walk as I mentioned. I had a Zimmer frame, and so my mum put a basket on it just so I could go around and collect my 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 little snacks. <laughs> it just kind of made um a bit of light of what challenging uh day, daily routine um I couldn't pick up my daughter other people are doing everything for me uh, changing her nappies getting her food getting her milk sorted because I couldn't breastfeed so all the things I expected to do as a new mum I, I couldn't do it so I felt really guilty I felt really negative and bad about the fact I couldn't do it I just I didn't process what was happening um but coming out the end of the tunnel now it was for a reason. I've learned so much from that time. I've met some incredible, pe incredible people, and, and including Dr. Mahmoud. And I don't know if I could be where I was, and you know, without my faith and without Dr. Mahmoud's, you know, support and my family's support. Yeah, I think I'm just going to say that you will go through ups and downs. There are going to be times where you just really don't want to do those little exercises where you have to be like a crab, or you know, you do those um, hoop movements with your hips. It, it's just one of those things that sometimes you just have to try and suck it up and just try and crack on as best you can and you won't always do it perfectly so don't hold yourself too much to to scrutiny on that um but you know if you've got kids around or you've got your husband around bring them in join them in uh get them to join in sorry as it, it really is one of those things where you've got to bring everyone in and uh, because you're all on this journey they're all experiencing this journey with you just in a slightly different way to, to yourself and it doesn't take away from, from anything um so definitely invest that time in yourself in, in thinking am i feeling okay is is this how I normally am? You know, is this what I've read about post-pregnancy symptoms or not? Um, it's just doing that internal check. Um, and sometimes you need people around you as well just to, you know, ask you if you're feeling okay, which they will do, especially after having a baby. Um, but yeah, just don't don't forget about yourself. I was going to say that, um, I, I mean, for my husband, he was so resilient in just being able to look after a baby because, uh, you know, each man take on the role differently as a parent. You know, there was there was comments like, "Is she is he gonna after having this?" And it was just I didn't mention it, but it's just you know you just think back to that time and just think there was a lot going on. My dad had got dementia and he was being put in a care home when Ali was born, so it's just there was so much going on. So yeah, full credit to my mum. She <laughs> thank you, um, Dr. Mahmoud. Um, so I think the first thing I'd probably is going to bed on time and waking up early there is a lot of benefit in waking up early just that bit before dawn and just thinking about your day what you've got ahead um and just taking a bit of that time out whether you pray or you know just have other activities that you do um just taking that that time to really digest um where you are in that moment in time and what you've got coming up um the next thing i'd say is um I think just be mindful of what you're eating and drinking and the exercise. Um, 
yeah, every day it's a you know it's a struggle to always choose between that cake or you know maybe an apple. Um, but it's worth you know if you want if you want that longevity, if you want you know um, the chance to kind of have that energy and be around your kids for a bit longer, you know, take those opportunities now. I think now is the time to, to do that while we're young and make changes. Um, I think the but just being mindful but just take that moment to think is that what I should be eating or drinking should I do that exercise or not that might just take two minutes out of my day and maybe make it a little bit of fun um, as well at the same time um, I think we all deal with those those kind of demons day to day you know it depends on what's going on that day the agenda for that, that time um, but I think being a Muslim um, we have certain times of day where we pray um, and that really does bring my mind back to what we're here for and just making that time to to think about and, and reflect and be appreciative as, as you've said and there are five points in our, a day for those prayers and those five points are those you know most most blessed times to to do those sorts of things so I'd say if you are a spiritual person then for sure reconnect with, with your faith as much as possible because you know never take it a second for, for granted so he was diagnosed with frontal temporal lobe dementia in 2015 um, and then he was sectioned then in, a, in care homes um, so at the moment he's in his fifth care home but he's doing okay but he's lost a lot of his speech now so he is mobile he's 63 now of eight years of age um, but he's, he's yeah he, he's uh, early onset dementia um, but yeah he's, he's doing okay day to day my mum sees him about four times a week and we try and see him as much as we can. Um, but that's where, again, we really had to try and think about the purpose and what would dad say. And, you know, when we were, when he was, you know, getting more and more into the dementia mindset where he was kind of forgetting who we are, etc. He kept saying, I want to go to Jenna. Um, whenever we said, should we go to the park? No, I want to go to Jenna. <laughs> so, you know, he, he inspires me every day because he, I know he can't say, me but you know his eyes speak a lot and you know just knowing that the angels are with him is with him it's just it's you know and, and the person that he was he's just remembering he's that constant reminder of why we're here and I can't say I always you know do the right things and you know I'm nowhere perfect but you know he's that that kind of reminder for us quite a lot really but 